Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Shuffle up and deal. It's time for the Viewmasters. Episode 322, The Card Counter. My name is Slippery Joe. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. Hello, Slippery Joe. How are you? I'm doing great. Fantastic. I feel like I'm doing an announcer voice. It feels like it. (laughs) I'm into it, and I'm going to keep doing it. All right. (laughs) This may be the best episode yet. It might be. Who knows? Let's find out. Uh, shuffle up and deal. What what is that? Is that from anything? Or that, that just so uh uh, uh when I was younger, uh, there was a, a program on uh, Bravo called Celebrity Poker Showdown. Okay, uh, and uh, I remember that being uh, the thing that they said at the beginning of every episode, uh, and also uh, whenever the blind costs went up, uh, they would always say whatever it costs, and then shuffle up and deal. And everybody claps. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh so so you're you're a poker head. No, I'm not a poker head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh I played I played poker a little bit when I was in college. Right. I, I somehow ended up in a game, a weekly game with uh maybe one guy that I knew and a bunch of people that I didn't. <laughs> I honestly, I have no memory of how I ended up in this group. <laughs> um, and you're all best friends to this day. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, religious Ronnie and and uh, uh, trucker Tom and Captain Ron and you know the whole group. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I I I remember uh it was fun i i enjoyed it i knew how to play poker because of celebrity poker showdown uh and uh and i also remember specifically one evening where i was one of the last players left and it got to be like three in the morning and i had class in the morning and i was like guys i gotta go and they were like no you can't go you have to stay and play and i was like i'm just gonna give my chips to this guy and he can play for me Cause I gotta go, and then I don't know that I ever came back after that. Cause I may have broken the rules of etiquette of poker, much like Oscar Isaac does in this movie. It's true. Yeah, I just got up and left. Uh, so yeah, so I enjoy poker. That was it for actual money. This game. It was like a five dollar buy-in okay. or something. Everybody paid five bucks, and then at the end of the night, whoever won got the whole the whole pot. Twenty dollars. Yeah, twenty dollars, thirty bucks, whatever. So yeah, it was it was fun though. I really liked it. I feel like I could have a really good gambling problem if I let myself. <laughs> the the one time that Jenny and I went to a casino, uh, I think we both started off with twenty five dollars each, mm-hmm. uh, and I sat down at a slot machine and I uh, I got up to fifty bucks, and I was like, this is awesome, uh, and then I kept going uh, and I lost it all. <laughs> So yeah, I just I don't know when to quit. Yeah, uh, I I feel like uh, the the couple times I've been to casinos, 
I have just automatically uh, just just starting out with shit luck. Yeah, that uh, that has prevented me from going often. Sure, or you know having any kind of, of gambling addiction because I just never win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, it was that little bit of winning that I did initially Yeah, that was like, oh, I could get into this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, at my old job, my the, the owner of the company used to enjoy uh, taking us out to the, the casinos down in uh, Indiana Natty. <laughs> Indiana Natty, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the... the River boats. Right, yeah. yeah. Indiana's Rising Sun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although I did go there once with, with an ex, like, 20 years ago, when it actually did go out on Ooh, the river. Nice. Uh, which also then meant we were stuck there. <laughs> until it docked. <laughs> uh, but I, I distinctly remember, like, boss brought us in. Uh, we were like we had dinner, you know. He, he always forced us to drink well, on him. Sure, booze cruise. Sure, yeah. Uh, he, he took us down to the casino. Uh, we we did a uh, uh, a game of roulette to start. Uh, won a couple hundred dollars, like like as a group. Okay. Uh, he then split it among us. Uh, you know, and said, you know, go have fun. Okay. Uh, I, my, myself and one of the other employees, like, both went to a slot machine. The, uh, employee, my, my, my fellow co-worker won, like, $100 at the slot machine. Uh, I lost 20 and said, I'm done. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. And then went home. Yeah. <laughs> If you like, started off with zero, yep. left with zero, yep. sounds good to me. Yep. <laughs> I, I still had, no, I, I, you know, I still had 20. Well, sure, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but it was it was still a loss. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I need gas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stopping, getting gas, going home. Smart. <laughs> Smart man. Well done. <laughs> I think the thing that would be my downfall is uh, I understand that one of the Hollywood casinos in the area, there is a Superman the movie slot machine, <laughs> and I could see myself just just going and sitting there, sure, and listening to the John Williams music and <laughs> and blowing hundreds of dollars, sure. Uh, uh, my one of my exes and I went to the Miami Valley. Casino, okay, the one that's like in Monroe, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, and uh, I don't know if it's any different, but they had like it was relatively newly opened, okay. Uh, but but at the time they only had slot machines, like okay. no like games or anything like like what I consider games. Yeah, uh, no cards, no roulette, no anything like that. Uh, and and so. <laughs> We stumbled onto an Adams Family slot machine. Awesome. Which, you know, I like the Adams Family quite a bit. Yeah. I assume it was movies. Uh, no, it was the TV show. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, like, I sat down to play it, and also, it's 
I, I don't know what slot machines are okay. uh, in this day and age. Like, I am used to, like, you pull the lever, there's three wheels, they match up or they don't. Yeah. Uh, this thing was just, like, there's an X, and uh-huh. there's, like, 39 different things all going off at once, and I, I don't know what any of them means. Uh, all I know is that I lost whatever money I had. <laughs> That's another thing, too, I remember, like, having no idea uh, when I won stuff. Like, why did I win? I don't know. <laughs> It just, it's all on the computer and a bunch of like, there's lines connecting things and they're not all in a line, but right. they're okay. I uh, guess if they're adjacent to each other, that counts. It's very strange. Yeah. Uh, I did uh, a one casino trip. I played some blackjack and uh, I won, or at least I came out enough ahead that I was like, oh, I need to stop. Yeah. Because otherwise I probably would have kept going. Yeah. Or it was like, I, I had won quite a bit, and then I lost a hand, and it's like, okay, stop. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my dad always tells the story of uh, him going to uh, Puerto Rico uh, and going to a resort there. Uh, the hotel that they are staying at had a casino in it, and he said that uh, you know, he went up to play blackjack or whatever, uh, and he was up like about $100 or so. Uh, and he, like, looked down at his cards, and then when he looked back up, like, the dealer had changed, and then he lost everything. Oh, jeez. So he said it was the worst feeling he's ever had in his life, and he's never gambled since. That's awful. That sucks. <laughs> I feel like the dealer shouldn't be able to change mid-hands. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Hmm. <laughs> well, hanky. Yeah. Oh well, it's Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Uh, you ever been to Vegas? No. 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 Never have. Uh, I went once. Uh, went to a casino, but did not play anything in a casino. Okay. Uh, however, I did play the slot machines at a Walgreens. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. And a 7-Eleven. <laughs> I think those are just ATMs. Because they are everywhere <laughs> yeah. in Las Vegas. <laughs> They're at the Taco Bell. Interesting. They're at the Pizza Hut. They're at, at the Taco Bell Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I knew it was happening and it was too late to stop it. You're a monster. Uh, speaking of monsters, yeah. this movie's about torture. Apparently! This movie and the torture report are in a shared universe. They really are. Yeah. Unexpected. Did not expect, had no idea what this movie was going in other than, uh, Oscar Isaac. Yep. Uh, and, uh, was not prepared for how fucking heavy this movie was. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, wow, just, uh... I mean, I, I guess nobody else would call it a twist, but uh, that certainly was a twist for me. And, well, yeah, I, I don't know if it's a. It was a. It's more of a swerve, I think, than a twist. <laughs> it's just an unexpected element. Yep. Um. Yeah. Like I, I figured. Okay, he's a gambler, so there's probably like I don't know. He's in got got debts, and he's got to pay off his debts, and I figured it'd and, be like some sort of mob thing. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, nope. not like that at all. Not a bit. Which, honestly, uh, 
yeah, despite the torture, was really refreshing. <laughs> that it wasn't wasn't what I expected it to be. Like I actually really enjoyed that about it. That it wasn't the stock, you know, gambler gets in too deep, right? Get his legs broken or whatever, unless he wins the big game, right? You know. So yeah, that was that was that was quote unquote nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. I totally expected at some point he was just going to get the shit beaten out of him uh-huh. by some goons. Yeah, uh, never happens. Yeah, in, in fact, uh, he, he does really well. With that part of the plot. Yes. He is an excellent gambler. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, I don't know how the card counting comes into play, but but apparently it makes him pretty okay at it. Yeah, I mean, from, from what I was reading, card counting really only works in Blackjack. That's what I... Yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, because you're, you're sort of playing against the deck right. in Blackjack, whereas, like he says in the movie, with poker you're playing against other people. Um, so, so, yeah, you know, it's a... It's, uh, it's a snappy title, yeah, but I don't know that it it doesn't doesn't uh, quite apply. But also, like the the uh, the former torture guy who now plays poker doesn't really work as well as the card counter does. <laughs> uh, Abu Ghraib is in this movie. What the fuck? Yeah, I had not thought about that in a while, and that's a real bummer. It's a bummer that it happened, and it's a bummer that I hadn't thought about it in a while, because I'm sure that shit still happens. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. They just don't take pictures of it anymore. Uh, yeah, they learned their lesson. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they learned the wrong lesson. <laughs> uh, most people do. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's very true. Much like Ty Sheridan in this movie. Yeah, Cyclops himself. This is a real X-Men Apocalypse reunion. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, I always forget about that one. I always skip straight to Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I had completely blocked out X-Men Apocalypse. We saw that in the theater together. I know we did. And I'm sorry that I forget that experience. It's, it's perfectly okay. <laughs> uh, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, still... Better than Dark Phoenix. I actually really enjoyed Dark Phoenix. Ooh. I mean, it's it's again, it's not good, but I I enjoyed Dark Phoenix. Uh, there there is something quaint about Dark Phoenix in the way that I feel like there's something quaint about Steel. Like <laughs> All right. the it's just like here's an X Men movie. It's not connected to anything else. It's just an X Men movie. We're just doing whatever we want with these characters, sort of. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know, for some reason I just found that really entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, it did sort of come out in the midst of, uh, you know, Marvel Mania. So, yeah. You know, I can see that. Yeah. You know, it, and, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it'd be nice to watch a standalone comic book movie again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're even they're even now setting Spider Verse in the the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, <laughs> which is weird to me. All right, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yep. Uh, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say I did not really care for this movie that much. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Part of it is the Tiffany Haddish of it all. Yeah, you know, that was 
that was disappointing. Yeah. You know, uh, I feel like most everybody else is good. Um, but yeah, she's a real weak link. And I guess there's not that many characters that get a lot of screen time in the movie. No. Um, and, and she is one of them. And yeah, she's just not... She's not good. Like, the the way that she's delivering the dialogue is not good. Nope. I, I, I did read that I guess initially she did it a little more comedic. Uh, and then Paul Schrader was like, no, you have to do it straight. Like, this is not, right. not a comedy. And that's what we got. So maybe that's what it was. Like, it's just outside of her wheelhouse. Because she's primarily a comedic actress. Right. Then how did she get cast? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mar- marketable name. I guess. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, I don't I don't think Ty Sheridan was all that great either. But, uh-huh. but you know, a step up from, from her. Uh, but also, they're both playing against Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Who is, you know, admittedly great. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he is, he is spectacular. Uh, just, uh, if he was not in the lead role of this movie, I, I don't think I would have found anything enjoyable about it. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he definitely... Ties it together and held my interest enough that like I, I didn't hate this. He is he is uh, eminently watchable. Yes, for sure. Uh, I I did read that Ty Sheridan was a replacement for Shia LaBeouf, uh, which would have made for a very different viewing experience. Yeah, I, I, I'd say that'd be distracting. I agreed. Yeah. yeah, I think Shia LaBeouf is just distracting at this point. Yep. The Shia LaBeoufness of it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. Woof. <laughs> Alternate universes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the card counter multiverse. <laughs> Kirk with a C, played by Shia LaBeouf. Okay. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Kirk with a C. Really distracting. It's very distracting, especially every time it popped up in the closed captions. Yep. Like, if it hadn't been the closed captions, I don't think I would have been as distracted by it. Probably, yeah. But, uh, yeah. There were, there were a few things that distracted me by virtue of being in the closed captions. Like <laughs> that and the song that plays... The, the multiple songs that play repeatedly. Uh, Which, I mean, you and I have... have Differing music tastes. Uh, I did not care for any of the music. I did, did not care for any of the music either. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it felt oppressive to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just very loud. And, and, and again, in the closed captions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I know what I'm getting into. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I was watching something yesterday where the closed captions ruined a joke. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> what did you watch? Don't tell me what the joke was. Okay, uh, I was watching uh, an episode of Gravity Falls. Okay. Alright. I haven't watched Gravity Falls. I've heard it's very good. Though. It is very good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Alright. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, um... It's kind of a strange movie. It's it's just it's. I didn't. I yeah. I I don't know how much of it is just I was I was jarred by the torture of it all. Right. Um. But like, Oscar Isaac is great. I I I I 
would if it had just been him the whole time and his inner monologue. Like even the voiceover from him didn't bother me. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm usually not a fan of that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, it probably would have been you know dull, I guess, for other people, (laughs) whatever. But if it had just been about him, like running into or seeing John Gordo at this conference, and then you know, sort of reckoning with his past that way, right. and maybe uh, considering doing Ugh. what Kirk wants to do and, and all of that. If that had been all it was, I would have been, I think, a lot more into it. Yeah. Or, or, or at least, you know, I think I'm, I, I want more Oscar Isaac, period, <laughs> I guess, is really all it comes down to. The, the, the Kirk aspect of it is just, it's bizarre. Like, like, I sort of understand what, you know, William, Oscar Isaac's character, mm-hmm. uh, is attempting to do, uh, to, to sort of distract yeah. Kirk from his nefarious plan. Yeah. Um, but, like, it just, and, and I get, we don't know his character all that well, but, but... Which which character? Will, Will or William? Okay, yeah, you know uh, enough to to you know figure out why he would decide to bring Kirk along on his adventures. Yeah, uh, it, I don't know. It just it adds a weird aspect to it that that I I don't know works. Yeah the the feeling that I got. Aside from him trying to save Kirk from a situation or from a scenario that he was clearly not prepared for at all, um, was that, you know, and and I got it specifically in the scene where he's telling him about what it was like at Abu Ghraib, um, that he's trying to, he's trying to talk him out of this thing that, that haunts him. Right. Um, he's trying to talk Kirk out of it. Um, specifically the, the torture part of it. Right. Um, so like, I, I get it. I get that he's, yeah, trying to distract him. I, 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 it does sort of feel like, like, why is he, why has he chosen this kid as his charity case? Right. Um, other than just maybe he sees something of himself in him. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, 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 the, their relationship throughout is very strange, yeah. and it feels like it just sort of happens because it has to happen. Right. Uh, I, I think that probably is where my biggest problem with the movie lies, is that it all of it feels very contrived. Yeah. Uh, just, like, if it was just... Like you said, your your scenario in which he just sort of runs into Gordo and, and struggles with it, you know, to be a character piece. Yeah. Uh, I feel would have been much more successful. And, and, you know, I know throwing, you know, uh, Tiffany Haddish and, and, you know, the Kirk with a C in there, like, gives him other people to play off of. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, maybe I would have enjoyed more Slippery Joe. Yeah. Or, or rando poker player, scummy 
poker players that he knows. You yeah. Know? Honestly, I while we were watching it, like there there are just throwaway references to a lot of them, like religious Ronnie. Right. That you know we get a glimpse of him, but like like give us more of of the the weird characters who are on this poker tournament, right? Or this poker tour, um, that would have like filled out the world i think of the of the movie a little bit more yeah in an interesting way because because i mean we're we're seeing the point of view of him you know aside from you know the the traumatic you know ex-convict uh former torturer yeah you know aspect of his life like he is relatively normal yeah <laughs> Uh, but but to see like the other weirdos that are you know doing the same thing that he is doing, I think you know yeah it would have been. I, I know people give a lot of sh- shit to the movie Rounders, yeah. But I find that to be a lot more enjoyable just because it is full of just bizarre characters. Okay, <laughs> I've actually never seen Rounders. It's it is what it is. Okay. <laughs> Gotcha. Is that Ed Norton? Ed Norton and Matt Damon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And John Malkovich. Worth watching? Entertaining? It's entertaining. Okay. I, I found it entertaining. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, the, the, the characters that it did focus on other than William were kind of duds. Yeah. Or at least the people playing them were kind of duds. Yeah. And, and I mean... The, the La Linda, Tiffany Haddish's character. Uh, yeah, she's not good. Yeah. Uh, but also, yeah, her character doesn't really add much of anything. Like, yeah. She, she is more of a just plot point. Yeah. Plot point slash uh, love interest. Yeah. Ish. But they have no chemistry They have together. zero chemistry together. Which, how do you not have chemistry with fucking Oscar Isaac? I mean... I have more chemistry with my TV showing Oscar Isaac. <laughs> you did. It was distracting while we were watching the movie. It's like, oh shit, is something happening over there? Do I need to leave the room? At one point, my cat climbed up on my chest and blocked my view of the TV. Yeah. I was very upset because I could not see Oscar Isaac anymore. <laughs> Chaco just couldn't handle the sexual tension between you and that appliance. Hmm. It's like, hey, look at me. I'm here too. He does get very jealous. Yeah. He is a very jealous cat. Does not like it if I pay anyone else the slightest bit of attention. Yeah, well, there you go. So, yeah, I get it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know that I really have a ton more to say about this. Uh, Oscar Isaac is great. Yeah, it's it's, it's a slim plot. Yeah. Uh, it it's, it's weirdly got too much plot for what I think would be a better character study type of movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but not enough character to drive a plot driven movie. Yeah, like the, the, I mean, the character stuff with Oscar Isaac, even just by himself, 
in his hotel room that he covers with sheets. Like I want to learn. I want to know more about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I wanted to read what the tattoo on his back said because I could not make it out. Yeah, I forget what it said, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like just you know, more of more of him would have been would have been great, right? And less of the people around him. And also, like the the time compression in this movie is weird. Oh yeah, I have no concept of, of how long the storyline takes. He initially when he agrees to, to do the whole he's getting a backer kind of thing, which yeah. again I, I thought would be kind of one of those mob movie type plot twists or whatever, but but doesn't really come into play at yeah. all. Yeah. Other than to bring Tiffany Haddish into the movie. Uh, but you know he says he's going to do this for a year and then he's out. And so he's he at the by the end he has made it to the World Series of Poker. Yeah, and he flat out states, "I'm out after this." Yeah, so I would assume that then it's been a year, I guess. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, like we never really even know where he is at any given moment. Uh, occasionally, they'll mention a city that they're in. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, not a lot of uh, landmarks to, to you know market or anything like that. Uh, where wherever he is in his final game, he's able to drive to Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to to make it to Willem Dafoe's house. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and also again, just just leave it as poker table. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that, was a, that was a choice he made. Yep. He was he was fully on tilt. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I, I do appreciate this movie giving me an explanation for the term tilt in pinball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always just thought it meant, oh, you were like physically tilting the machine. I always thought that as well. <laughs> yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> I also uh, appreciate that it tried to explain card counting to me. <laughs> It did. I never really understood how that works. Uh, I was very confused by it. Yeah. And ultimately, it didn't help anything in the movie. No, no. It's, it's really not that important. Because uh, like you said, uh, it, it's really only useful in Blackjack, and most of the movie is Texas Hold'em. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed. Uh, he's talking about the uh, best hand of poker that he ever saw. And it's the guy who, you know, wins the hand with, like, a 2% chance of getting the card that he needs on the on the river, which is the last card. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember from uh, watching Celebrity Poker Showdown uh, that when someone won the hand on the river, they called that a suck out. <laughs> and I just really liked that. <laughs> so I was disappointed that he didn't refer to that as uh, he got totally sucked out on the river. <laughs> Uh, speaking of sucking out, oh, the Lord. one thing I was disappointed oh, in no. was that there's no Jennifer Tilly in this movie. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Isn't she like a big poker player? Isn't she always like in the World Series of Poker? I don't know. Is she? I, I think she is. Interesting. Like, I, I think that like she's like she still acts. She's in like every Chucky movie. Yeah. <laughs> but like I think otherwise hmm. she just plays poker. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was disappointed that Joshua Molina wasn't in it. We all have our crushes. It's true. 
I do like Joshua Molina. <laughs> Executive producer of Celebrity Poker Showdown. Oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't Dave Foley used to host that? I think or, he did. Or was that a different celebrity poker game? No, I think that I think Dave Foley did host that. That right. might have been why I started watching it to begin with. <laughs> uh, either Dave Foley or another kid in the hall. <laughs> Probably not Kevin McDonald. Probably not. Yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe Mark McNeil no, wasn't Mark McKinney either. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I think it was Dave Foley. <laughs> he he was the most marketable kid in the hall. It's true. That's true. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the card counter. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's fine, I guess. Yeah, it was. You know, I I uh, I was entertained. Uh, it held my interest. Uh, I did not fall asleep. Uh, I did not either. Oscar Isaac is wonderful. That he is. Um, so uh, worth it for Oscar Isaac alone. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it helped my interest mostly because I was just like, where is this going? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is when, that... is he, when is he going to kill the USA guy? <laughs> right? Like, when is he just going to snap at this table <laughs> and strangle someone on live television? I did. Yeah. I, that's another aspect of this is that I, I thought that, like, once it's revealed that, that he is, like, this former... You know, torturer. Yeah, that you know. Okay, he would absolutely snap. Yeah, at some point, and and I there's like twice I thought we were getting that. Yeah, and he never does. Yeah, uh, even in even at the end when he sort of when he goes full tilt, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's still very subdued. It is, uh, and I think I think any other actor probably would have gone just. Super overboard with it. Yeah. Uh, Like, I I do often think about the whole, like, Stephen King about Jack Nicholson and the Shining thing. Uh Uh-huh. Is that you just, you always are going to assume that he's going to lose it. Yeah. Because he's crazy. (laughs) And I think uh, Oscar Isaac plays it so low-key that that, uh, you, you just... You are waiting for the snap, but but he he just keeps it so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that so it good. becomes frightening. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it is. It really is. Yeah, he, he is the most worthwhile thing about this movie. I think we can probably both agree on that. Yeah. yeah. I will also uh, say one other thing that I really liked is that uh, Oscar Isaac has the most believable fake phone call. Uh, that I think I've seen in a movie in a long time. Uh, it's when he's uh, in the men's room and he's talking to Lolinda. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I forget exactly what the all the details are of it, but you only hear his side of the conversation. Yeah. And and it was it was just well done. Like so many times you can tell, like oh, there's nobody on the other end of that line. Right. They're just and the way that the dialogue is written often is just like, well, it's going to tell you what the other person said before you response and and no this was not like that at all this was like he was actually on the fucking phone yeah and we're just getting half of it that was great it was so good <laughs> it's the little thing five stars <laughs> five stars to that phone call that happens i don't know 35 minutes into the movie maybe uh it is a slow movie it is yeah uh but again it held my attention yeah it didn't feel slow to me yeah 
I was just, yeah, just like, where is this going? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess I would recommend this to, to people, but, you know, I would also caveat that it's not for everyone, and that I probably would never want to watch this again. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, there is tension to it, um, the way that I think there is tension to a movie like Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. um, but not enough that I would be like, oh yeah, you've got to watch this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mad Nightcrawler. Yeah. Still just makes me feel dirty. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I absolutely would watch that again. I Yeah, Nightcrawler, I, I haven't watched it again since Neither I saw it the I. first time. But I feel like it's a movie I could just have on while I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with my brain? We're broken men. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh... <laughs> What's making you happy, Eric? Uh, you know what? Uh, the the uh, the thing that's making me happy this week just happened today. Okay. Uh, I got uh, I got a Blue Beetle and Booster Gold sticker. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. They are really cool. <laughs> uh, so Kyle Starks uh, has a sticker club uh, that you can join on his Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not a member. Because I cannot afford to join anybody's Patreon. Right. <laughs> um, but I have money to burn. Yes, apparently. you do. <laughs> Jenny's not around to tell me not to. I am untethered. <laughs> and my spending knows no bounds. This is probably, ultimately, not a great thing. Probably not. Yeah. No, not so much. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> anyway, uh, tell your story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so my, my friend Joe uh, is a member of the sticker club. Hi, that's me, Slippery Joe. <laughs> and occasionally you get a sticker that you're like, I, I don't know who these people are. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have them. <laughs> and I'll look at them and say, I know exactly who these people are, and uh-huh. I will take them. <laughs> uh, but the first time I ever found out about the Kyle Stark sticker club was uh, he, he posted his uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold stickers. And I thought, drats, because I was not a member and I could not get them. Uh, and he did, I believe, sell them on Etsy, but they sold out. Mm-hmm. And they were just gone forever. And those are like the two that I would want the most out of anything else. And uh, somehow, you, over the weekend, uh, snagged them for me. Yeah, I, I, uh, I worked my charms. <laughs> Uh, which is to say that uh, I saw Kyle Starks, and I said, hey, I'm a member of the Sticker Club. And he said, here, have some stickers. <laughs> and, uh, and I saw the Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, and I was like, I know who wants these. <laughs> and his name is Eric Schoenborn. Yeah. And it made me very happy. It did. I, that, that made me really happy. <laughs> That's good. How happy it made you made me happy. <laughs> Because the only other thing I had going for me was that I finally did my taxes. Hey! So, you know, one or the other. <laughs> you know what? That's important. It is important. I was pretty, cutting it pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> you got, what, a week? Yeah, yeah. A little over a week till usually, Jason's birthday? I, I usually like to have him done a lot earlier than this. Yeah. <laughs> only reason I remember Jason's birthday is that it's tax day. day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, same. <laughs> Uh, what about you, sir? Uh, brr, uh, 
I uh, I got to uh, interview one of my favorite comic book writers uh, of all time, a man by the name of Mark Waite. Oh. Uh, he, he and uh, artist Dan Mora have a new Shazam series launching uh, in May. And uh, I got to do... Uh, Hot on the Heel of Fury of the Gods. That's right. Yeah, it'll be, I think, available on digital by the time that comic comes out. Um, but uh, yeah, I got to interview... I interviewed both of them, actually. I, I, I uh, interviewed uh, Mark Wade via Zoom. Uh, and then I interviewed Dan Mora at C2E2. Nice. Um, and that was that was real exciting. Like, it was... It was uh, I talked to Mark Wade for about 20 minutes... Uh, half of it was about Shazam, and the other half of it was uh, about another thing uh, that has not been announced yet. Um, but uh, it was awesome. I, I thought you were going to say the other half was just about you being a dork. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the very last thing that I said to him. <laughs> I did. I did pretty much just completely geek out at the end, and was like, "You've been my favorite writer for thirty years." <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Wade. And then I guess it's a good thing you got both interviews out of the way. Exactly, yeah. He's like, cool, I'll never talk to you again. Yep. And which outlet do you write for? And I said, Adventures in Poor Taste, sir. Not CosmicBook.com. Oh, no, Jesus. A bleeding fool. You got got. So yeah, that was very cool. the The interview is uh, is out there, uh, and you know, by the time this comes out, it'll be about a month old, probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, check it out. It was, it was a good interview. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, because uh, I think it was a good interview. Uh, I, I read it. It was good. Oh, thank you. Uh, I am uh, I'm very excited for this uh, Shazam series. Uh, it'll be nice to have a Shazam series worth reading. Yes. Uh, that's not the new champion of Shazam. Oh, I liked the new champion. I, I was about to say that I did. Okay, good. Uh, I, I like that a lot. And it feels a little shitty that they're just suddenly, uh, like, mere months after it ends, just saying, well, fuck that book. <laughs> Not even giving it a chance. <laughs> it was a four-issue series. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, Mary had no chance as, as uh, the, the new champion of Shazam. You know, I I, uh, I fully expect that she'll be back uh, uh, in so the too. pages of this Shazam series. It's, Probably. It seems yeah. like they, uh, I mean, Wade for sure has, has great respect for the Shazam family. Yeah. So, yeah. And we, I'm sure we haven't seen the last of her at all. Yeah. Uh, but but everything is is uh, you know starting to take a nice step away from the Jeff Johns uh, Shazam stuff. Yeah, which thank God. Yeah, <laughs> uh, especially costume wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of a lot of comments on the on the post today were just like, "Yay, Shazam's in his costume again." <laughs> now if we can only just get back to calling him Captain Marvel. Well. I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, I'll I, tell you a thing off air. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's not going to be called either. <laughs> yeah, they're actually just going to call him Frank Thunderbolts. <laughs> that was. They were just like, we need a clean break. <laughs> Which is weird that I mean, his name's Billy. Yeah. But when he's a superhero, he goes by Frank. Yeah, well, he could have. They could have called him Billy. Billy the Lightning Man. 
<laughs> but nope, Frank Thunderbolts. Well, I mean, it's the first thing that popped into the editor's head. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> After that, uh, you know, the Shazam app decided to sue DC. Right. <laughs> Paul Kaminsky sitting at his desk like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? <laughs> uh, Paul Kaminsky, Superman group editor at DC Comics. Yeah. Anyway. Uh yeah yeah no, sure. I'm, I'm excited about that and and uh, you know they they've been doing uh, fantastic work on World's Finest so yes. you know uh you, you mentioned that that it might be a little sad that Dan Moore is possibly leaving that book but but also I haven't seen that he isn't yeah. so who knows what the hell's happening yeah I mean maybe maybe they'll do a thing where like because right now on well right now it's only thirteen issues in on World's <laughs> Finest. Well, like, Moore has drawn five issues, and then they've had a fill-in for one issue. Right. Um, so maybe they'll do something similar on, on Shazam. I'm sure there's, there's you yeah. know, Chris Somney would would be a great fill-in. Yep. Uh, Doc Shaner would be a great fill-in. Sure. Plenty of great, great Shazam fill-ins. Yeah. Potentially, anyway. Jerry Ordway, maybe. Yes. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yes. Looking forward to both. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to picking a movie. Oh shit! Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I, uh, I mentioned this to you beforehand because yeah. I wanted to make sure you hadn't seen it already. Um, but the movie that I have in mind is a uh, a horror movie. Oh, okay. Uh, from a few years ago, uh, directed by Dave Franco. Uh, that that's James Franco's brother. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. And starring uh, Allison Brie. And I believe Dave Franco is in it as well. All right. Um, and I'm not sure who else. Um, but it's called The Rental. All right. Uh, yeah, you, you asked me if I'd seen it. I had never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, stunned. <laughs> <laughs> that it's a Dave Franco joint. Uh-huh. Uh, pleased to hear that Alison Brie is in it, having just finished watching Community again. Nice. Uh, always up for Alison Brie. Yeah. Uh, so, alright, The Rental. Yeah, it's on Netflix if Netflix, you want to watch along. Okay. Alrighty, sounds good. And, uh, we'll be back to sign our lease next week. On the Viewmasters, thank you for listening. Smash that like and subscribe button. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Viewmasters.